Hello, friends. Welcome to the Mongolian Adventures podcast, a place for stories about Mongolia for adventurous kids. Get comfortable, snuggle in, and let's begin. Let's begin. Step one of Missions Minjin today was about to begin. She had on her lucky purple and blue polka dot dress and her sparkly red sandals. She walked into the Zanimbatsa Art Museum and took a deep breath, trying to remember which way she needed to go. Minjin eventually made her way to the offices of the mice who worked here and found the door marked for Amina, the art historian mouse she had met the last time she was here. She knocked and waited for Amina to call her in, hoping she would be happy to see her. Minjin, hi, what a nice surprise. Thank you, Minjin replied, entering the office and taking a seat in front of her desk. Amina had papers and artwork spread over the big tables in her office, and it looked like she was in the middle of gathering information about some different pieces. I'm sorry to interrupt your work, Minjin said, gesturing around at her tables, but I wanted to share what I found about the painting with you. You found things already? Wow, that was quick, Amina said, clearing space in front of her and leaning forward as Minjin pulled the pieces out of her bag. Minjin spread the four sections out in front of them as Amina gasped, <gasps> her excitement noticeable. Whoa, Minjin, you did it. You found the missing pieces. I did, she said, smiling a bit. So the first piece is the one you gave me, where we can't see much, just parts of the humans. Then it took me a while to find another piece, but when I did, it was in storage at the Ichtelor. It's this one here that shows the humans building a fire. After that, I went up to the Zeisen War Monument, where there was a grandfather mouse with a grand art collection. He is the one who gave me this next piece, the one where the humans are gathering water from the stream. Amina nodded appreciatively as Minjin slid the piece next to the other two. Next, I went to the Bogotan Winter Palace Museum, and that's where I found the last piece, the one that I have a picture of here. It shows the humans building a gear. Wow, Minjin, this is incredible. I'm so impressed with how you found these pieces and were able to bring them back for me. Thank you, Amina, Minjin replied, feeling pride fill her little gray body. It felt good to hear Amina's encouraging words. Amina looked at the painting thoughtfully. You have found a beautiful representation of the style of the One Day in Mongolia paintings that we have here. And this one is unique in that it shows the humans focused on the three most important activities. Fire for warmth, water for life, and a gear for home and family. This is a very special piece. I can't wait to research it more and see how we might fit it into our collection here. I'm sorry I couldn't get the last piece, but only a photo, Minjin said apolog apologetically. Oh, it's okay, Amina said. I know how Tsirma can be about her art and artifacts. At this, both Minjin and Amina shared a good laugh. I know you felt pretty sure last time that Zanimbatsar was not meant to be your new home. Do you still feel that way, Amina asked? I think I do, said Minjin, but I did love going on this art mission for you. I wonder if maybe you would be interested in solving some other art mysteries in the future. Oh, I would love to, Minjin said. That sounds wonderful. Great, Amina said. Where are you headed next? Honestly, I'm not sure, Minjin replied. Do you have any ideas? Well, if there's one thing I know, Amina said, it's that the train station is always a good starting point for an adventure.
two hours later and two mouse transport transfers later, Minjin stood in front of the gray Ulaanbaatar train station. She walked through the tall columns standing at the entrance and looked around for the reception desk. Amina had said she could find a tour guide there when she arrived. Minjin! 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 Before she could locate the desk, she heard her name being shouted from across the shiny floor. She turned to look, finding another gray mouse darting towards her. Suddenly, she was on the floor, tackled by her friend, another small mouse named Tsomo. Tsomo was laughing and jumping on her, making all sorts of a commotion. You're here! What are you doing here? What are you? Where are you going? Can I give you a tour? Tsomo barely stopped to take a breath as she talked, full steam ahead. Minjin picked herself up from the floor and dusted herself off, smiling at Tsomo. They had known each other since they were tiny mice. Tsomo had also grown up in the shoe market, and they had gone to school together, played in the afternoons and evenings, and spent long summer days trying not to get into trouble while their moms worked. Tsomo, it's so nice to see you, Minjin said. Are you living here? Yes, I am, Tsomo said, still jumping around. I turned 10 a few months ago, went to a few different places, but ended up here in the train station. I get to be a tour guide and help people find the right train and sell them tickets and watch all of the people coming and going. It's great. Well then, could you give me a tour? Minjin asked, smiling at her old friend. Tsomo knew her better than almost anyone. It felt nice to be with someone who knew her. It felt like warm slippers on a cold night, or a soft blanket when it was snowing outside. Tsomo gave her a tour of the train station, which had large open waiting rooms, places for humans and mice to buy their tickets, and little shops that sold snacks. Minjin's favorite place was near the ticket sellers, where big maps hung on the wall, showing all of the places the trains went and where they stopped. She was mesmerized by the mice standing in line for tickets, their bags and suitcases next to them. Where were they going? Were they going home? On a vacation? To visit someone? To have an adventure? It was easy just to just stand and watch them come and go, imagining their lives and what they were doing, creating stories in her head about who they were and where they were going. And she did just that as Somo finished her shift selling tickets and helping mice find their trains. After she finished her work, Tsomo showed Minjin where the mice who worked at the train station lived. They had a whole row of cozy apartments, tucked into one of the back hallways of the train station, with windows looking out onto the train tracks so they could see the trains come and go. As they settled into Tsomo's room, Minjin watched out the window as a green and gold train rolled in. She could see the humans debarking, walking down the big steps with their long legs and heavy bags. And if she looked closely, she could also see the tiny mice like her, getting off from the mice compartments located below the human's train. They too scurried down the stairs, carrying their bags and helping one another as they headed towards the train station or out to the parking lot. The sun was setting, and Minjin felt sleepy and relaxed. Ready for some tea? Tsomo asked, pulling out teacups and cheese and bread. Thanks, Minjin replied. A cup of tea would be nice. So do you want to come and live with me? Tsomo asked. We could be roommates. I could totally fit a bunk bed in here. Minjin smiled, imagining the two of them in this cozy room, laughing and having fun. But she also felt that rumble in her heart, that feeling that she needed to keep moving, to explore, to see, to live. I would love to live with you, Tsomo, she said. 
but there's something in me that tells me I'm not supposed to stop here at the train station. Someone is talking to you in your head? Someone asked, a curious expression on her face. No, no, not like that. It's not a voice or anything. It's not even a sound, Minchin said. She paused, wondering how to explain it. You know when we were growing up and it would get really cold at night in the winter? Tsomo nodded, shivering as she remembered the frigid nights in Nadental. When it was really, really cold and our noses started to get ice on them, we used to gather outside and make a fire, remember? Minjin paused to remember the fires the mice had built, everyone from the shoe district huddling together as the flames grew, tall and orange, dancing in the dark. Well, I can remember standing there, watching the flames and feeling the heat all over my fur, down to my toes, and the stars would be out, and all of my people were together and warm, and it was like the universe sprinkled glitter all over me, just beauty and love and joy sparkling within me. And if I got quiet, if I stopped listening to everyone's conversations and just focused on me, I could hear my heart beating and that feeling of sparkle and love. It felt like a rhythm, a song, a story pouring itself out of me. And that's what I feel when I look at those maps in the train station, or when I watched the sunrise from the monument, or saw the art in the Winter Palace. This song in my heart that has no words or sound, but is still so strong and so lovely, telling me to keep going, to keep seeing, to open myself wide to the world and its stories. Does that sound crazy? Minjin turned back to Tsomo, wondering what she would say. No, Minjin, she said softly. That doesn't sound crazy at all. It sounds beautiful, and it sounds just like you, a mouse who sees beauty and wants to see the world. Minjin looked at her friend gratefully, tears in her eyes. So, Minjin, Somo asked, what train are you going to board in the morning? And with that, Minjin knew that the next stage of her adventure was beginning. Ulaanbaatar had been great, amazing even, but now she was headed out to a new place, to spaces she'd hardly let herself dream of. She was a city girl by birth, but now she could be a countryside girl by choice. Let's look at the maps, Minjin said. We'll find the right one. And she smiled. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Mongolian Adventures podcast. You can find more information about the podcast as well as lesson plans for educators at www.mongolianadventurespodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Mongolian Adventures Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Mongolian ADV Pod. We'd love for you to draw a picture or create artwork based off of today's story. Send us your pictures at mongolian.adventures.podcast at gmail.com and maybe you'll see it featured on our social media. Until next time! May your adventures be big and your dreams even bigger.